Good afternoon, everyone. It is Friday, September 2nd. Hard to believe it's already September 2nd and that summer will soon be coming to an end. Of course, this weekend is Labor Day weekend, and that means the office will be closed on Monday. Uh, so there will be nobody here, as always, if it is a uh, an urgent, very urgent situation that you need to get a hold of me tell the answering service that it's very urgent and that Don Otto needs to be paged and they will track me down. Uh, also, before we get into the topic of today, just a little pat ourselves on the back. Uh, you heard it here first. If you, if you watch the Monday uh, video, one of the things that I mentioned was that what we were hearing here in Jefferson City at our office from, our, from being over at the Capitol and talking to people is that there might be uh, an issue with the new special session coming up that it might take a little longer than perhaps some people originally thought because you have two groups over there, one that wants to give away a lot of money and then one that wants to give away a lot more money uh, back to the people by reducing their taxes. Uh, you know, giving it away, it's the people's tax money because really kind of giving it back depending on how you look at it. But anyway, there's one group of people that want to have a really big tax cut and there's one group of people that want to have a really, really big tax cut. And sure enough, what was in the newspapers today, if you saw it, just what we told you, that there uh, is a, a friendly dispute, uh, I guess is what you'd call it, between those that want to have a big tax cut and those that want to have a really, really big tax cut. So again, you heard it here first. Now, the questions here today that we're going to talk about are some unusual ones, some ones that uh, literally have not come up while I've been here. Uh, although if you uh, taken one of the seminars that we have uh, dealing with statutes. These are things that we go over, but uh, nobody in all the years I've been here, nobody's ever called me up to ask me about these questions uh, for a situation that they were facing out there in the real world until this last month, where each of these unusual situations, I got two separate calls on each of them. The first one had to do with a body, a person dying while in a moving conveyance. They were in some sort of moving conveyance and they died. The first one was a person who died on an airplane. They had a heart attack on the airplane and they passed away. And you know, have you ever seen in the movies where they say, is there a doctor on board? Well, apparently there was a doctor on board. Uh, doctor couldn't help them. The person still died. And they, this happened, uh, I think somewhere over Kansas, but the plane landed in St. Louis. Uh, I don't know. And again, the question was, uh, where did the, where did the person pass away? Um, and the other one was a situation where I believe it was a, a severe accident. Person's put on an ambulance. The ambulance is taken them to the hospital. Before they get to the hospital, the person dies. Now, they then made a brief stop and had a doctor come out and look at the body while it was still in the ambulance. And sure enough, the doctor said that person is dead. And once they uh, had it confirmed that that person was dead, they checked what they were going to do and the directions were to take the body to the funeral home. So the body was taken to the funeral home. So we had two situations that have popped up in the last month where you had a person who died on a moving conveyance. And the question is, where did they die? Well, Missouri law is actually very specific on that because the law states that when a person dies on a moving conveyance, and the body is first taken off the conveyance in this state, 
The place of removal is the place of death. So in the instance where the person was on the airplane, it did not matter if they died over Illinois or Kansas or Wyoming. That doesn't matter. The body was first taken off the plane in Missouri, and it was St. Louis, I believe. So yeah, uh, the place of removal would have been St. Louis, the specific Lambert Airport, for that matter. The other case where the body was on the ambulance, the body was not taken off the ambulance until it reached the funeral home. Place of death in that case was the funeral home. Now, if that ambulance, taking the person who was in the accident or whatever it was that their problem was, the ambulance, uh, the EMTs realize that person is dead. They stop at a hospital. If they had taken the body out, even just for a few seconds, and rolled the body out on a stretcher, so it was outside the vehicle, and then the doctor came in and said, yep, that person's dead, boom. Well, they were removed from the, that. Then in that case, the place of death would have been where they rolled the body out at the hospital or the doctor's office or wherever they did it. But in my example that I told you that happened to one of our funeral homes, the body never left the ambulance. So the place of death was actually the funeral home where it was taken off. Both unusual situations. So again, Missouri law states that when a person dies while on a moving conveyance, the death has to occur while they're on the moving conveyance, and the body is first removed from the conveyance in this state, the place of removal is the place of death. That can make a difference, of course, on how you fill out the death certificate. It can make a difference on which coroner is involved and a whole lot of other things. The place of removal is the place of death. The other situation that we've had is also one that nobody has uh, uh, brought up to me um, in many years, but uh, sure enough, it happened twice this past month in August. And that was where we had a situation where somebody had been missing for a while and the family or someone in the family wanted that person declared dead. And so they went to the funeral home and said, hey, how do we do that? We need to have uh, grandpa or Uncle Joe or whoever it was, we need to have this person declared dead. Well, there's also a statute that specifically deals with that as well. And that says when a person is presumed to be dead and it's presumed that they have died in Missouri, of course we don't, but there's no body, okay? You presume that the person's dead and you presume that they died in Missouri, but there is no body that was ever been found, the funeral home can't do the death certificate then. You have to go to court. Whoever it is that wants to have this person declared dead is going to have to go to the circuit court in the person, the, presumably the county where you uh, expect the uh, person most likely passed away. And you're going to have to get a court order from a judge that says this person is dead. I declare as judge that this person is dead. Then you have to get a certified copy of that order, physically bring it here to Jefferson City. They need to have a, a certified copy where they can feel the seal is what they say. They gotta be able to feel the certified seal. Bring that copy to Jefferson City and the death certificate will be prepared by the vital records 
Bureau here in Jefferson City. You got to take it to the state registrar and the state registrar at Vital Records. They will issue the death certificate in that case. Now, a lot of people think, in case you ever get this question, that you have to wait seven years before something, well, you have to wait seven years. Somebody's been missing seven years before you can get them declared dead. Also, some people think that, well, if they've been missing seven years, you can declare them dead, kind of the flip side. Uh, they've seen that on the movies or TV or something. Well, that is not the case. The case is it depends on the totality of the circumstances, the totality of the circumstances. Uh, now, time certainly might be one of those circumstances. You know, grandpa was 93. He wandered away from the house and we haven't seen him in 20 years. Good chance that person's dead. Uh, so time in that case might be might uh, be involved, but it's not necessarily. You might remember uh, the millionaire Steve Fawcett. He was the one who was the first person, I think, to circumnavigate the earth in a hot, in a balloon, a hot air balloon, and he liked to fly uh, uh, experimental airplanes. And he took off in one of these homemade experimental airplanes and flew out over to the mountains in the desert, desert mountains, and never came back. And that happened in late summer, uh, of the year that he disappeared and he never showed up and the family got him declared dead in the spring of the following year. So it was about six months uh, between the time he passed away, when he disappeared. It was about six months from the time he disappeared and when the family passed away. And of course, you have very tragic situations like with 9-11. Uh, most of the people who passed away in the Twin Towers at 9-11, no bodies were ever recovered. They just weren't. But yet it was obviously with the totality of the circumstances, those people were obviously dead. Uh, so you can have it where it's the time is a key factor, but there is no magic number involved. So if you ever get uh, approached by a, uh, somebody that wants to know what you have to do to have somebody declared dead that's been missing or something happened to them or they're pretty sure something happened to them, again, they're going to have they're going to have to go to the judge. They're going to have to be able to explain to the judge why you believe this person is dead and why you believe this person is dead in Missouri, by the way, because again, we're presuming that the person has died in Missouri. If you think this person's died in another state, you may have to go to that other state to uh, get them to be declared dead. But because the statute says if it's presumed that the person passed away in Missouri, but nobody is found, you must go to your court of competent jurisdiction and get them declared passed away. So those are the two unusual things. I've been going for years and years here uh, with nobody ever asked me about those. And sure enough, boom, in August, I get two calls. So just to recap, uh, you can't do the death certificate on somebody where there is no body. If nobody has been found, then they're gonna have to go to court. And if a person dies while in a moving conveyance, the place of death is the place where the body was removed in Missouri. Now, there is one exception to that last one, though. doesn't happen too often because the plane will probably land before it gets to Missouri. But if the death occurred in international airspace, okay, or on a boat that's out in international waters, if it was, uh, if it was, if, which again, would be taken off the boat before it got to Missouri, presumably. But if the death occurred in uh, international airspace, uh, you're supposed to put down the place where they died 
as best as can be determined. So if the person died over Canada, but for some reason the plane went all the way to Missouri before it was taken off, you would put that they died in Canada. Um, you're, again, it has to do a lot with international treaties and things like that. But again, very rarely is that going to affect anyone in Missouri because if somebody passes away on an airplane, uh, there's a good chance that uh, that plane's going to land before it gets to St. Louis or Kansas City or Springfield or anywhere else that has an airport. So the normal rule then is if a person dies on a moving conveyance, the place of death will be the place of removal. There you go. Those are your two unusual situations. Um, have a wonderful Labor Day weekend. Try to relax. Try to enjoy some time with your friends and your family as best you can. And until we get back, please stay safe.